Oh, that's great. Yeah, how's Tyler Ron? I saw you see that. I think he's good. So this, yeah, this is crazy. So he lives in a small town in Washington called Wenatchee, Uh and that is the same town that my wife grew up in before (laughs) she moved to Utah. Nice. It's like it's not very well known. It's like two hours east of Seattle, Uh and not not a ton around it. It's like just this little town and he finished his, you know, his fellowship or his residency or whatever, and ended up in Wenatchee, Washington. So like Lindsay posts all these pictures all the time and she's friends with like all these girls that my wife grew up with. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I think, that, I think literally, I think they're in the same ward that my wife grew up in. And so it's like all these people that stuck around and. Oh, so, it's, small world. it's past Leavenworth. It's on the other side of the mountains. Yeah. It's more dry on that side. Yeah. So yeah, she said they got like four seasons there. So they got snow uh-huh. and yeah, because I've been to Leavenworth. Leavenworth yeah. is like a uh, like a Swiss town. It's like the Dutch, Dutch. Yeah, the Swiss re- re- remake town, right? Mm-hmm. Is that cool, Leavenworth? I I I went there on a road trip with my family when I was like seventeen. Oh, <laughs> so it was me and Evan in the back of the van. And Evan kind of like kept on trying to grab my big toe. And he's like, Evan, he's like, no, let me grab your big toe. It was kind of like, let me wrap your feet. Yeah. You it was just like feet. that. Exactly like that. <laughs> and I'm like, get away. And he like kept on like going after. <laughs> oh, that's great. So everyone's keep on trying to grab my feet. Yeah. Wrapping feet with a belt. <laughs> it was a blanket around the feet first too right yeah, you gotta wrap it in the blanket and oh my gosh <laughs> oh that's great so you don't go up to wenatchee like because uh no i've never been Aubrey's there been... parents moved out to logan or whatever yeah her, her grandma um died a few years ago but she lived in the seattle area and so we've been there we went there once and that was really yeah really pretty super nice up there Love but it. yeah, I haven't been haven't been back since. But yeah, I think Mick is Mick is good. Beach moved to Dallas a couple of years ago, like mm-hmm. two years ago. Yeah, I heard that. So he he and Randy were here for a bit for a couple of years, and then he got what, a guy that he went to school with had joined a practice in Dallas. He's like, yeah, you need to join us. You'll make you'll make like twice as much money, and you'll get to you'll enjoy what you're doing. And so they took it, and I think he's yeah. I think he's doing good. Yeah, why not? Yep. Could do it. Yep. Also, uh, I just have a free Zoom account. So Oh, are, are we going to yeah, is it going to cut out? It's going to cut out in 40 minutes and then I'll send you another one. Okay. Sounds good. I can't I don't know. It'll warn us when it's over. All right, you ready to get into it or any let's more do things it. To, anything more to to add? No, I think that's let's do it. What's your baby's name? My son? Yeah. Max. Max. What about Jared's like Chad lookalike? Oh, so that was not Jared's son. That was my, this is Aubrey's brother, Justin. Oh, okay. He and his wife have a son named Pierce. And when he was a baby, he looked exactly like you. you remember that picture? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> that was great. And yeah, he, yeah, he's like six or seven now. And so he's grown out of it. It's not, the resemblance isn't quite there, but when he was, a baby it was like yeah this is unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> oh i keep on seeing like jill and what is it ross yeah i'm facebook friends with jill and so i keep on seeing their pictures 
And she's got some cute kids too. Yeah, she's got four. They moved. They actually moved here two years ago. They, you know, here her husband was in med school, so he did like they were in Ohio, and then they were in Houston for a few years, and then he just like by luck ended up getting a job here, and so everyone's here. Yeah, my youngest sister Nicole and her husband they live in Tempe, so we see each other pretty, yeah, quite a bit. Those Arizona family, they just stay in Arizona. Yep, (laughs) it's true. Especially people from Mesa. Everyone from Mesa ends up coming back. That's great. Love it. All right. So we're here today to talk about the killers. We're going to start by going back in time to June of 2004 when the killers released Hot Fuzz. I was on my mission. You were on my mission. You were on your mission. You still there? Are you frozen? Okay, there we go. Sorry, you were you were frozen. You had a really genuine smile that just changed <laughs> for about 10 seconds. And I was like, all right. He's not saying anything. He's just smiling. And then it's like, no, he's frozen. <laughs> Where did we get out? So I was on my mission. To, you were on your mission, 2004. Yep. And then you get back, and all of a sudden it's like, the killers and Franz Ferdinand and uh, Death Cab. Yep. And postal, Death Cab. postal Service. Yep. Were you into any emo at that point? Yeah, I was still big into Jimmy. Oh, yeah. At that point. All those Arizona um, guys are into Jimmy World. Yep. The brand yeah, Jimmy, loyalty. Yeah, a lot of, lot of loyalty. And then they had a new album at that time, too. But but yeah, all those bands. Yeah, Death Cab. I remember when we were roommates, I listened to Death Cab so much. Because they had that, that Plans album that came out. It was really good. It was good. It was great. Marching bands through Manhattan or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, yeah, The Killers, though, that was like the first music that I heard when I got home. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is different. I enjoy it. I remember hearing the strokes and I'm like, I lo- this is for me. This sound, yes. this sound is for me. I like this grungy over like, uh, I don't know. That filtered mic and a lot of like driving guitar and then just the, the fast drums. Yeah. Love it. Love it. And then the killers had a similar sound, but a little yeah, bit I different. The killers, I think copied the strokes with that first album with hot uh-huh. fuss, but they, they added a little bit of a like European synth flair to it. Mm-hmm. Cause they have a lot of the same yeah driving guitars. And like, if you listen to Brandon flowers voice back then compared to now, it's totally different. Like he's actually a good singer now. And back then it's just more like, yeah, just angsty strokes kind of yelling voice, which it still sounds good, but it's, yeah, it's not, not the same. All right. I'm going to share. You can see my screen. Yep. So we're going to do a couple songs just to hear the sound. Sounds good. You can hear that? Yep.
that sound just brings me straight back to your car, your silver car with the VTEC. He's smiling engine. <laughs> yep. That's like just a classic sound. Yep. Totally. <laughs> oh, yeah. That car, by the way, I sold it about two years ago. I, I owned it for how many years would that have been? Like 16 or 17 years, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Wow. And yeah. It was a good car. Oh, that's really, but, great. that's really good. Anyways, yeah, that that totally reminds me of that of that time for sure. What's the next one? Can you believe how long? the killers have been playing that song and how long that song has been on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's 20 years. We're close to it, right? It's, it's a constant rotation as well. It's not, not, Mm -hmm. it's not gone out. It's just always been there. Yeah. I think I was reading that it's still periodically on the charts in the UK, like as like a top, top song, which is crazy. Oh yeah. Andy, you're a star. I like that synth and like the distorted guitar. It's a fun. You still there? Are you frozen? Hey, you're back. Oh, yeah. Sorry, it froze again. I think it's you and not me. It could be our. We have CenturyLink and it's absolute garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need headphones or anything? Or are you good? Oh, can you? If you can hear me, okay, then. Then yeah, I'll, I'll just keep going. Yeah, sounds great. Awesome. Where do we where do we leave off? I, I don't know. Do listen to Andy. Andy, you're a star. Yeah, I think I saw your face frozen, and I just waited. Okay. <laughs> um. Oh, I'll do it again. The um. I don't know anything else to say about Hot Fuss. So, um, Hot Fuss. I still love um all these things that I've done. Uh-huh. I, I think that's still like one of the most anthemic songs, like sing along songs. Mm-hmm. And in concert, it's awesome. So they always they always play that near the end. good song though yeah so i was listening to a podcast recently so i guess at utah state they have like a department of or college of mormon studies and the the chair there interviewed brandon flowers and he was asking about like the lyrics behind his songs and this one hey you're back my goodness this is terrible sorry oh just do uh turn off your video and i think it'll be better okay that's a good call so but i don't want to stop video though right yeah stop video okay okay yeah i can still hear you 
Is that right? Yeah. So you're like, Brandon Flowers was being, oh, we got 10 minutes. So, and then we're going to do another one. Okay. Sounds good. So, yeah, so Brandon Flowers he, was being interviewed. And what did he say? Yeah. So the guy was asking about the meaning behind some of his lyrics and like that song in particular, because that line, I got soul, but I'm not a soldier. Uh-huh. Like, there's all these people that like they they like the song and they sing along with that, but like that does that's gibberish. It doesn't actually mean anything. And he's like, no, actually, like at the time, you know, I was still a member of the church, but I was drinking and smoking and and partying. So what I was trying to say was like, I still believe, but I'm not living it. I'm not a soldier. <laughs> and so that like that that was the meaning behind that that song. But then they've they've used that song for like the war it's like a war child fundraiser to like help child soldiers in Africa, like get freedom and stuff like that. And yeah. so it's kind of taken on different, different meanings and stuff. Interesting. I thought that was interesting though. I remember seeing that music video in 2005 on MTV. And that was the first thing I heard of the killers was seeing that. It was great. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that one, in fact, I think you may have introduced me to that to that song because I um my brother had that CD and so I listened to like somebody told me and Mr. Brightside smile like you mean it like I heard I listened to all those the first few songs on there mm-hmm. and I kind of skipped over that song and then I think when we were roommates you you showed me that because I, I remember that video it's black and white I think right I think so yeah like, it's like old western or like cowboy kind of yeah feel to it that's what yeah. I remember yeah that's fun I also remember uh, seeing, oh, what's his name? The Gold Digger song on MTV. Oh, Kanye. Kanye, yes. Kanye and Jamie Foxx. Yep, Kanye and Jamie yeah. Foxx music video in 2005. Yes, I remember that too. <laughs> oh, so much TV in the in that stupid apartment. Yes, and we'd always end up watching like the weirdest shows too. It would be like me, you, and Mick. And then we just look at each other like when things got really weird. We just be like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> oh, and then we watched what was it, Anchorman, and and invited your sister over. And it was <laughs> the worst idea. Yeah, that got uncomfortable really fast. Oh, the best was um, what was that TV? Oh, the Mandy Moore cancer oh, walk. Yep. To remember? Yep. Oh, we were watching Walk to Remember, all three of us on the couch. And all of a sudden, these random girls run into our apartment because they're playing like hide and seek or whatever. And then they like look at the TV and they look at us. And it's just three bros. Are you still there? Yeah. (laughs) Watching Walk to Remember. And loving it. We watched the whole thing. Yep. I still remember that line. He's like, he's like, I want to kiss you. And she's like, but I might be bad at it. And he says, that's not possible. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember that? I don't remember the lines. No. <laughs> I just thought that was so terrible. So, yeah, it stuck with me. Mm-hmm. But great movie, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it holds up. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I'm sure it's really bad. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, have you been watching? Uh, did you watch the new Lord of the Rings? Rings of Power? No, it just came out the other night, right? Uh-huh. Um, so my wife is way into Lord of the Rings and so she wanted to, to watch it. We haven't started it yet though. Oh, is it good? I loved it. I loved it so much. I was sad that there's only two episodes out. I'm like, all right. Oh, 
are they doing a slow release then? Mm -hmm. Okay, that seems like the new trend. I know. Universe. I liked, I liked it when they had like the whole season just and dumped yep. it. Me too. Me too. No, I loved it. I, don't, I just want to live in that world. Just keep on watching. Rachel was upstairs sewing on the. She's making quilts. I'm like, all right, <laughs> we can either finish Lost Island, the Sandra Bullock, and oh Chip, yeah, because we're halfway through that one. It's like, do you want to go watch Lost Island, or else I'm going to go watch Lord of the Rings? And she's like, <laughs> go watch Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have yeah, we'll have to check it out. My yeah, I think that was that was on our list for sure. There's just, I, I get overwhelmed with because we have so many streaming services and literally hundreds of options and so mm -hmm. like i my i find that if something is not really good right off the bat i lose patience and i quit because it's like it's like you know there's so much else to choose from out there that there's yeah. got to be something better than this that i can spend my time on yeah that's why i never started the last season four of stranger things because i'm like I, anytime there's like an opening i'm gonna start I'm like, oh, that's such a commitment. <laughs> it's like, is this really what I want to be doing here by myself? Yeah. <laughs> hey, that season is really good, though. We, yeah, we watched it in a couple of nights. And it was, I think that's my favorite season, actually. I think I would watch it if it wasn't just like, because Rachel doesn't want to watch it. So I'd, I'd have to watch it by myself. Mm. And if I'm watching something by myself, I'm going to watch something else that Rachel doesn't want to watch that I do want to watch, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I hear you. Fun. All right. Next album yeah. is. <clears throat> what do we got? We got Samstown. Samstown, 2006. Were you like a, a follower of the killers all through? How? What's your story? <laughs> My killer story? Yeah. Yeah. So I actually, I, I, I really really enjoyed them throughout um always look forward to new albums dropping minus um what was it called wonderful wonderful the that one that came out in 2017 i did not like that album but what about did they I have like the man, man. Yeah, i love the man. the man that should have just been a single like a one-off single that they put like on you know like a like their direct hits album or something like that the rest of the album is just very is just weak, and I was really disappointed because they had gone like five years without an album, and that one came out and it just felt like unfinished songs almost. Yeah, because Battleborn was twelve. Yep, and that was not good. <laughs> you didn't like Battleborn? I don't think so. I don't think it's their best. I thought I think there's a lot of really good songs on it though. Yeah. It's definitely more of a rock album than than their other stuff cuz so like Samstown I think is my favorite album from them. Um cuz they like introduce more American influence. There's like it's almost like a little bit of a Bruce Springsteen it is. vibe to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Day and Age is like more dance like with Human and some of the other stuff. And at that point I was, yeah, I was a big fan. My, my wife took me to their concert in Salt Lake. Day and, we yeah, day and age is like, yeah, that's right. Cause it's got human spaceman. Yeah. Joyride. 
Dustland Fairy Tale, I don't think I remember liking. Yeah, This Is Your Life was kind of like a ballad type of song about a clock. Is that right? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I liked Human, though. That was more Human, of a dance song. Human was a great, yeah, great single. And there's like a lot of saxophone on that album. And a lot of synth. Well, I, yeah, I thought it was good. Day and Age is good. Um, let's go. Hold on. Instead yeah, of going go through your to... whole. <clears throat> and th so you've been following them. Yeah, I, album, I've liked them. Listen I've to them when it comes it. out. Sometimes it's hit. Sometimes it's a miss. Yeah, there, there's certain bands where I'll, I will at least give their album a listen because mm -hmm. I, based on their track record and their past stuff, I'll I'll always at least you know listen to it. And for them or with them, I always look forward to to new stuff from them because usually there's some good songs in there. What is imploding them? Well, I guess we'll get to this all on our, on our next call. That's going to be yeah. <laughs> in less less than one minute. Okay. Okay, how about this? I'm going to stop the share. I'm going to stop the call. And then... Um, send me a new do link. You have, do you have Facebook Messenger? I do. I'll just send you it on the message so it doesn't have to go through text. It's on the computer. Okay. Yeah, All right. Sounds good. All right, 30 okay. seconds. All right, so, I'm going to turn my camera off again because I think that fixed our problem, right? Yeah, it usually okay. does. It's the video that does the, the problem. Okay. Is that puppy's? That's so gross. His daddy's. You remember that? No. You don't. Let me see it again. It was with, I was talking about Henry because he was in your. He was in the womb still. <laughs> and he told us that you were having a, a son, and so the question was: Is the baby's heart beating like his daddy's? <laughs> This makes no sense at all. Oh, I had a thought the other day, and it won't like leave. Um, and the thought was, I need to write like a, a screenplay for me and my kids to make a movie. Oh yeah. And then I think we're gonna do like a noir crime, like a gangster movie with guns, yeah. guns and blood and like money bags and like. It's gonna be great. Oh, that'd be that'd be awesome. Yeah. You are your boys into that kind of stuff? Would they do they like? <clears throat> well, Henry's videos? A, Henry likes. They, they don't know. No, that's why I was gonna do it to introduce him. Because I, we had camcorders growing up, and we just make right. movies all the time. But these kids have like phones, and there's cameras all over the place, but they don't make movies. Yeah. And I don't know. So, yeah, the kids, the kids in our area, they make when they make movies, it's a, it's of themselves playing video games like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But they don't get together and like think of a of a plot and then shoot movies together. So I don't know. Like I feel like they have all these awesome resources and they don't use them. Yeah, because you had like Final Cut and things like that on your computer at some point, didn't you? I I just have iMovie. That's that's what I've used. But Jared, like when we made Pink Nickels, Jared uh -huh. did that one on. He did that one on Final Cut. I don't think he could have done that one in, in iMovie. I can't believe how good the score is. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Can you believe that? Can yeah, I love that we just said, "Hey, Sean, do you want to score this movie?" <laughs> He's like, "Sure." <laughs> it like becomes this huge project. 
It was awesome, though. We just dropped the footage on him, and he like, came up with this original score. <laughs> oh, so good. Oh, have you been um, have you been keeping up with uh, Weezer? A little bit. They have a new album, right? Oh, they have like a new album every three months. It's I know not, there's there, there's it's probably nonstop. Six, there's probably yeah, like seven or eight albums that I've never even touched or heard. All right, you back? Yep, I'm back. <laughs> so I was I was saying I, I listened to you and Sean made a pod a Weezer podcast, right? Uh huh. So I listened to that, and you guys were talking about all these albums that I li- literally like maybe heard the name of the album, had no idea. Mm-hmm anything about it so i have not kept up with them really since like the red album maybe well fun fact is yeah i'm sorry i i don't know what to do (laughs) i don't either this this is the worst (laughs) so yeah red well well me and sean continued with andrew sean's brother that we played the christmas concert with yeah um and sean me and sean are kind of like more of the negative fans of Weezer. And and Andrew's like a super positive fan of Weezer. So it's fun to have that dynamic in there. And yeah. Andrew normally convinces us that Weezer's good by the end of the discussion. <laughs> we listen to the album like, I don't know about this one. And then by the end, he's like, oh yeah, that was genius. <laughs> but yeah, it That's got so really bad. Red's bad, Ratitude's bad, Hurley's bad. Everything will be all right in the end. They have a couple good songs. White Album is really good. Pacific Daydream I really liked. Teal is a bunch of covers. The Black Album has one or two maybe, but the rest of them are pretty bad. OK Human is really good. Van Weezer's bad. Except for maybe one. That's a ridiculous number of albums. Uh Uh-huh. And that was just up until 2021. And then now they have... Weezer Seasons. Have you heard of this one? No. So 2022, they have four four albums. Spring, summer, autumn, winter. <laughs> and so they've already oh done they've already done seasons, spring and season summer. And then we're waiting for in a couple weeks they're going to drop fall and then in December they'll drop winter. And so we've been covering each one on a, on a separate episode. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's way too much music. It's a lot. All right. So back to uh the killers. What yes. Anything else on Samstown? Should we listen to a little bit of Samstown? What song? Yeah, we could do um <clears throat> so uh read uh read my mind is the best song on that album. And it's it's probably my favorite killer song. All right. Can you hear this? Can you hear that? Yep. It's great. And then they got yeah. so Sam's Town. When yeah, when you were young, when you were young, <clears throat> bling a confession of a king. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, Bling is a good one. They played that in concert the other night or last week. We saw them. Did 
Did he play home means Nevada? No. I'm sure they play that in Vegas, but. Yeah. I, I, think... have, heard, I have heard that recording, though. It's good. I think he played it at some Harry Reid thing when Harry Reid was still in politics. He played for them. And then he played at, he played at Harry Reid's funeral, actually. Yeah. That his version is different than the version that my kids learn in school. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Same words. I think he yeah, just changed just... The, the tune a little bit. Gotcha. Uncle Johnny. not my favorite one anything else on this album that's good no i think yeah the the the, read my mind i think is just an awesome song like i never get sick of that Mm -hmm. and it's it's amazing in concert too it's like i get yeah both both shows that i've been to i get goosebumps on my arms when that's when they start playing that song they do really cool lead-ins to it how many concerts have you been to of the killers I've i've been to two so I just went to one last week with my wife in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And then we went to one in Salt Lake in 2009. I have a coworker and she went to the one in Vegas right after the one uh-huh. in San Diego. And then her sister was there with her. And then her sister went back up to Utah to the Salt Lake show, like the next weekend or whatever. Yeah. And uh, so she turned into be like a, a roadie, a groupie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's around. awesome. Yeah. So, okay. So we got Losing Touch. We got Human, which is so good. We got Spaceman. That's doing the classic. Yeah. Um, Dustland Fairy Tale is actually a really good song. I didn't like it at first, um, but it, it's a, it's one of those songs that grows on you. It's about, he wrote it about his parents. Okay. Because his, his parents were both kind of like trailer trash. Yeah. And so he kind of tells the story of how they met. And um, yeah, it's, it's good. Good song. Just like you'd want him to some kind of slick chrome American prince. Yeah, it's fine. It's a story song. Right. And they did a they did a compilation with Bruce Springsteen last year where he sang he sang with them. Like they really actually released like a single with, with him. So it's song. like a it's like a known thing that he like is it like a known like a source or not source an inspiration of like he wants yeah. to be like bruce springsteen yeah very much so like so he's pretty open with his influences like that he's not he's not trying to pass it off as something original like he loves david bowie he loves the beatles loves springsteen loves morrissey and the smiths and all those you know 80s you know uh uk synth bands Oh, there's definitely some '80s like bass lines and sounds yeah. coming out of the some of these songs. 
for sure. I don't know if I love it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's too much of the eighties of the bad eighties. I don't know. I remember when yeah. Pink Floyd, Pink Floyd was making like eighties songs in the eighties and it's just too much. Like some of the wall songs and the songs or the songs after the wall, they're just too, too into the eighties at that point. Is the wall, was that an eighties album? That was 1980. Oh, okay. So, so almost. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Some of, I actually like generally I love eighties music. Um, but yeah, some of it, it's like, yeah, it's kind of just embarrassing to listen to now. Um, yeah, there's like a certain, if it's like a more electronic or more like, I don't know, Duran Duran or what are those? Yeah, Dep- like Depeche Mode. Depeche I, Mode, I, I love those Depeche synthy Mode. bands. Synthy yeah. bands are holding up a lot better than like the rock bands with the horrible bass tracks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For me. For me, at least. Everyone can like whatever they like. So we got This Is Your Life. It's got the Umaways. Oh, yeah. I, remember, I haven't listened to this one in a while. It's good, though. It Neon Tigers me. is a good song. Neon Tigers. Yeah. Just sounds like so, a killer's song. Yeah. Not my favorite album though, but I, I did I did like Day and Age. Sure. Battleborn. That is the like everything is tied to Nevada and like Samstown. There's the Samstown Casino. Samstown is Las Vegas. Then Battleborn is like the state motto. Right. I love it because I've been in Nevada for eight years. Yeah. Cause yeah, Samstown is a, just an old, really old casino off the strip, right? Uh huh. But yeah, Battleborn I think has a lot of really good songs. This is a good one, Flesh and Bone. I don't remember this one. Takes a minute to get going. Okay. Good chorus though. So that's taken off more of the synthy 80s yeah. sound. And this album, it sounds very, in some some songs, it sounds really overproduced. Like apparently they had like five different producers working on it. Okay. And so no one was happy with the, in, in the band, no one was happy with the end result. Like some guys wanted to tone it down. Yeah. Some guys really liked. But um, like, what about the distorted guitars from Hot Fuss? Can we go back to that? Or it was like, well, we want it to be more like human and be like yes. a dance pop song, kind of like right. Cold Coldplay was going to. Yes. Yep. Exactly. But um, Runaways, I think Runaways is still one of their best songs. This is a good one. Deadlines and commitments. I mean, Brandon Flowers sounds like himself, but that you couldn't tell that that was like a killer's band without yeah. him singing. Yeah. It didn't have the classic sound. I think this is a skip album. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> That's Battleborn. That's 2012. 
Yeah. And then 2017. Oh, okay. So you like oh, Battleborn. Oh. Yeah. Can we mention as well that Brandon Flowers had two solo albums as well? Uh, oh. So there's one one between Day and Age and Battleborn. Okay. And it's his solo album called Flamingo, which is fantastic. It had that song called Crossfire. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember Crossfire. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was like a single. Oh, no. Brandon Flowers. What's Flamingo. that? Flamingo? Yeah. You know, like the casino and the road. Yeah, the road. Yeah. Because he, he said that. Um, yeah, I've listened to lots of interviews with him. Is he going to have but... like a Brandon Flowers, Tropicana, Brandon Flowers, Desert Springs? <laughs> I think they're so he, he and his family moved. They don't live there anymore. They live in Park City now. What? I'm so, sure they have well, a house here, though. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I think they sold it because apparently so his wife is from there. And apparently she like had a horrible childhood and upbringing in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And she had like some complicated form of PTSD that didn't manifest itself until like way later in life. Oh, wow. And so they had, they had to get out of Vegas for like for her well-being. Okay. And that, that's what that whole album, Wonderful, Wonderful, and parts of um, Imploding the Mirage uh-huh. are, are, are about his wife and getting out of Vegas. Oh, interesting. So they, yeah, they live in, yeah, they live in Park City now. Yeah, why not? I wouldn't live here. I only live here because I have to. But yeah, Flamingo's that main road, like cuts through the strip, right? Yeah. Yeah, it goes like all across the whole valley from east to west. Yeah. Love it. But Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas. I remember that one. This is Crossfire. Oh, there it is. The clock it was ticking. That's what yeah, I was, that was thinking his, of. That was his single. Yeah. Got it. So I have listened to this album and I didn't love that song, but I think I remembered. Was that like a slide guitar western kind of a song? Kind of. It was like, yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Didn't yeah, a little it. cheesy. Little yeah. cheesy, that's fine. But I yep. mean, I mean, it, how many al- how many songs are in it? Fourteen songs. You're gonna get some songs that aren't gonna play, right? Yeah, and that's fine. But uh, yeah, good album though. So that was in ten, twenty uh, ten. Uh, I think so. And then what was in between twelve? So and between 17? Battleborn and Wonderful, Wonderful, he did another solo album called the desired effect and that has some really good singles on it so there's a song called um can't deny my love and then another one called um i can change and lonely town or something like that yeah Kind of an 80s bass sound. Yeah. Yep. 
Do you, oh, that was the same thing. Sorry. Yeah, just skip ahead a little bit. Yeah, why not? Brandon Flowers doing his own thing. And so he yeah. has a couple of solos and then he comes back to the Killers for Wonderful, Wonderful. Yeah. And so this is interesting. So Wonderful, Wonderful, most of, it's really just him and the drummer, like the, ba the bass player and the guitarist, Dave Koenig. Uh -huh. They like were basically done being a band. Like they just like didn't enjoy it anymore. Okay. So this album... Like you can you can hear, it almost sounds like one of his solo albums a little bit. Like the guitars are very weak, and it's not it doesn't sound very killers ish. And so really, there's there's only a couple of songs. The man is awesome. It's it's a good that's a great single. So that's wonderful, wonderful. I don't remember that sound. That the was the opener, yeah, and it's it's just like. I remember hearing this on the radio and I'm like, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> I love yep. it. Yeah. The man is awesome. And the rut's more slow. Yeah. All these, there's a bunch of songs that kind of talk about his wife and mental health. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think I heard like a, NPR or maybe like a sound exploder song exploder interview about the rut. Oh, really? I think so. And he talked about his wife's uh -huh. mental that's, health stuff. That's, that's familiar in that song. And like, a, it was like an NPR setting that I would hear. Yeah. It in. Run for but, cover. Uh, I like run for, Yeah. Run for cover is good. It sounds like a day and age song actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. He's playing with tempo and coming in at like a 5-4. He comes yeah, in, that, he's not supposed to, kind of like mixing things up. I like the yeah. sound. And that song still had their old um, guitarist too, so you can. it sounds much more like the Killers. Yep. Anything else okay. on this one? No, really, it's not. It's just not. I, I tried to give it a chance. I listened to it a bunch of times, and I just said, yeah, sorry, I can't keep making excuses for you. <laughs> <laughs> You know, because if it's like a, yeah. if it's a band that you like, like yeah. you'll be so much more patient. Whereas if uh -huh. that, I, I said if this is a band that I'd never heard of before, I would have quit halfway through. You know? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, so what's imploding the mirage? Imploding is yeah. So imploding was great. It came out during COVID. Okay. And it kind of shares some of those same theme so I, I guess the mirage is a is a in a hotel in vegas right that's right it's on the strip did they are they 
taking it down or rebuilding it or something? No idea. I never go down there. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. People that live in Vegas don't really, it's not a, you don't go down there very often, right? No, I think the last time I walked on the strip, well, we went down there during COVID when they shut down everything and we rode bikes and took the kids and everything. Yeah. When there was no one there. And that was fun. But before that, uh, we didn't walk. I mean, sometimes we'd go to like an aquarium that's in one of the casinos or we'd go to like a light show yeah. for Christmas or something like that. <clears throat> but we'd, we'd never go out and walk in between or walk the strip. Yeah. I mean, you see those guys with like the two foot long tube, like beer glasses with the long <laughs> yeah. straws and yeah. they're like wearing hats and like it's, and it's like a party or just, it's not, they're just walking. I don't yep. know. Yeah, uh, we, went, I, I, we went to eat at the Paris and the, on the Eiffel tower restaurant up there. And yeah. That was, that was fun. But it's like, you go, you park, you go to that one casino and then you go back to your house or back to your car in the parking garage. Yeah. I think we went and walked the strip when we were living in Utah and, <laughs> and, and vacationed in Las Vegas one weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not, nah, it's not really my, my scene anymore. Just you end up walking miles and miles. Like everything looks like it's close, but it's not. Uh-huh. And you have to go up so many stairs and down to go yes. over streets. Yep. No, thanks. But yeah, yeah Mirage so, is definitely there. Yeah. So this album, I think it's talking about, it's, it's dealing with like he and his wife and their relationship. So you see the, the cover art right there. That's, uh -huh. to, that's representative of he and his wife, like being like uh, an eternal family an eternal couple. And then, leaving Vegas behind. So like that song blowback. Uh, okay. That's about his wife's upbringing. And it's actually a really good song. Yeah. They played that one on Colbert. She's sitting on a secret. She didn't ask for no girl ever did. But there's a whisper in her heartbeat. Got a good chorus coming up. She can hear it just enough to keep her alive. When she's breathing in the blowback. There's nothing you can offer she ain't already tried But she's breathing in the blowback Just the sound of it. I like the like the different bass, the fast bass with the slow yes. bass in the back. And then I didn't mind the steel guitar. Yeah, <laughs> that's, I thought it's cool. Yeah. It's got yeah. It's got kind of a folksy Western uh -huh. sound and but yeah, it fits. It's not too cheesy. Yeah. So yeah, they, they found a good mix, I guess. They like the 80s bass. I mean, it had a bass, but it wasn't too cheesy of a bass line. Yeah. I'm really particular with like cheesy bass. If it's got a cheesy <laughs> bass, I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is that makes bass lines so cheesy, but I, I, I know that they're there. It's fun. You can just hear it. Remember Lara's solo, Lara Osler's solo album that she made? Yeah. And she played the piano and sang. Yep. That bass line on her album, I didn't like. I remember not liking that. 
I don't even remember. I'd have to re-listen to it. Mm-hmm. She she had a, she had someone playing bass on the album. Yep, she played the piano and she would sing, and that was fine. But then there was like this bass, boop, 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 and like this. Okay. Yeah. Not yeah, I, I I always thought it was just her and her piano. I didn't realize there was any other instrumentation on that. No, it was produced. I remember that. Well, not like I'm like this would be fine except for yeah, get rid of that bass. Trying to be Ben Folds, kind of. Yeah. But then the basses sounded more '80s to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my well, only. Did you hear? Um, did you hear Caution on the radio? I think that was the probably the only single that got radio play from this album. I don't think I've ever heard that song before. You have it? Uh-uh. I'm like, I can't, I'm trying to think if I have, and it's not coming to me. I don't, it's not familiar at all. Okay. Yeah, that was like the, 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 the one song that made, got radio play from this album, but I liked it. That was yeah. good. Interesting. Um, but yeah, overall, so this was the album they were touring, actually. So they played. You they see played that? The- you see that running at it? Or are you, do you see my video? Um. Yes, I can. Yeah, we got 10 minutes. Okay. <laughs> we might have to do another another call. Yeah, no, we can we can skip ahead that because they, they have another album. Well, you don't work tomorrow, right? Do you have Labor Day nope. off? I do. Nice. So yeah, I'm good to go as long as you want. Cool. And so that was imploding. That was released August 2020. Yep. Available so, yeah. on CD, LP, cassette, and download. What is why would they even include a cassette? I wonder if it's for just collectors' items, you know. People like they collect records, and maybe now they're collecting cassettes. So how's like? Do you follow like if it's popular or not, or what their most like sold albums? Does it even mean anything in the streaming age anymore? No, I don't. I don't think it does. So so what I've noticed, they they are always chart top, chart topping in the UK, Uh but never here in the US. But oh, number still, one. Yeah, that's number one in the UK every single album. Yeah, every time. But in it, Ireland, too. Plus, they still sell out arenas. So every one of their tours is an arena tour, which yeah. means that they're still popular. And they, you know, they hit every big city in the country. So they still have huge fandom. It's just they don't get like the radio or critical radio play or critical acclaim that like they do, you know, overseas. Which is well, interesting. There's not really a station for them, because there's like the alt stations. Yeah, and, that, that's and they I, I and they play it. crap music. They don't play alt. What is the killers genre? Um, well, so like it depends on the album that you're talking about, because like Hot yeah. Bus would be considered like new, new wave, I guess, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. then, I think they consider themselves just to be a rock band. Yeah, but they're not yeah. really because sometimes I mean, is Bruce Springsteen a rock band? I guess so. yeah. it's more singer songwriter 
on some of the songs yeah albums but then also it's more tech and synth and pop sounds on some of them as well I i would put them in like an alternative category though probably yeah i mean that's the radio they, station that you're going to listen to them on yeah because like the bands yeah. the bands that they that they like and that they're associated with are definitely in that in that vein like the killers love have you heard of like the war on drugs or you can hear some of their influence in 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 that last album or like phoebe bridgers have you heard, heard any of her stuff No, I want to. Let's we're stopping on the war on drugs first. Okay. So what is this? The war on drugs is, yeah, they're awesome actually. Um, Do you have a good song to? That's an intro. Yeah, let's see a good. Hold on, let me open up my Apple Music. Let's see. Try. I'm um, thinking of a place. Holy cow, it's 11 minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> Get a couple lines into it. Changing on the water Where birds above it flown I like it. I'd listen to yeah. it. Yeah, it's good. I would get, give them a listen. So it's, yeah, it's like um, just really simple. Uh-huh. It sounds like really simple melodies, but like really cool rhythm guitar. That's kind of like accenting everything. Who, who what was uh, the they, other one? Phoebe Bridgers? Great. What's that? What's the Phoebe Bridgers song that you want? Should Phoebe we Bridgers, listen to? Um, would be, let's see. She has a lot of good ones, actually. But she actually sings on Pressure Machine, the next kill, the latest Killers album. Oh. So she does a little duet with Brandon Flowers. Love it. So she does, um, she has a lot of covers, too. But I'm trying to think of one that, oh, Funeral. Try Funeral. So she kind of sounds like Laura Osler, actually, which is funny that you just mentioned her. She's got kind of a, a little bit of an airy, kind of breathy singing voice. Uh-huh. Yeah. But she's a very singer-songwriter. Is Laura still in New York? Do you know? Yep. I, I talked to her a few months ago, actually. Oh, awesome. I'm singing at a funeral tomorrow. For a kid a year older than me And I've been talking to his dad It makes me so sad When I think too much about it I can't breathe Well, that's really sad. Yeah. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) 
so that was yeah. so so he's getting so is that a known inspiration that oh i guess he's bringing in Phoebe yeah, so to sing with him so yeah the killers have a lot of indie cred because some of the people that they associate with i guess i i would say so have you heard of a another indie band called wise blood no. w-y-s-e so she she does a song with brandon with the killers on that imploding the mirage as well so it's another like little duet so anyways that that's why i would say that they they would be like indie alternative almost at this point yeah yeah okay but i mean they're they can do no wrong in the uk yep <laughs> they're just like well we're gonna be like the strokes sounds great all right we're gonna yeah. be like uh we're gonna be like uh the springsteen cold oh springsteen yeah we're gonna be like cold play pop sounds yep. good we're gonna and then we're gonna go back to our roots a little bit and be more rock and then it sounds good <laughs> exactly yep exactly and, and they have their supporters i think over there that's awesome yeah well the wonderful wonderful came out as number one in u.s did it yeah and then i wonder if it was because of the man the man actually the got man. a lot of radio play yeah that was a huge that was a huge single yeah i heard it all the time and loved it imploding yeah, the mirage great. was number eight in the u.s okay but what is this i mean what do they have again on imploding the mirage blowback dying it's the, more like a soulful and thoughtful album like about yeah, like mental my illness. own soul's warning yeah it was good um yeah blowback caution um dying breed is another single that i actually don't like that song that much they played it in concert oh yeah yeah it's it just doesn't go anywhere it's one of those songs where you're waiting for a nice hook to come in and it never uh, happens okay So it sounds like it's building to something right there. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't satisfy though. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So, did they play a bunch of these like unknown type of songs from albums? Yeah, I mean they they're known to their fans. I think that's what they're counting on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, yeah, so they probably played four or five songs off this album at their concert last week. So this was a newer album. But the newest album was yeah they didn't tour that one because of COVID and so they were touring it now got it and then they they played one Pressure Machine was recorded like while they recorded um, imploding the Mirage but it's totally different it's very it's it's like a folk album like have you heard um, I don't even know what I would just what I would compare it to all right we're gonna get back to it we're gonna end this call I'm gonna send you another link. Okay, sounds good. All right, see ya. All right, we back. All right. That was for the ad break in the podcast. (laughs) Perfect. I'll probably cut out the first part. I don't think everyone needs to hear reminiscing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're not, we, 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 uh, yeah, we went on for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, or I could just leave it in. I don't care. I might. Add, I mean, I don't know. Because then there's all the drop call stuff. Yep. And I could edit it and make it, or I could just throw it up and have it as a document my life type thing. 
that's what all these these all these podcasts that I've been doing is like documenting my life. Yeah, I still think you you guys is um mission reminiscing podcast is one of the best things I've listened to. That was oh, so with Beach. With Beach, yeah, I was dying. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to I go back. And I wasn't to even that. in your mission. And uh-huh. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> Yeah, that was so yeah, fun. That was, that was a good one. And then I always enjoy you and Sean's music discussions. Those are always fun to listen to. Yeah, did you hear the Modest Mouse one? No, I haven't actually. Oh, I'll have to send you the link to that to that one. Cool. That's fun. We went through the whole Modest Mouse discography and uh, listened to every single Modest Mouse song. Nice. Have you kept up with them? Yeah, pretty much. They came up with a new album last year. Because uh-huh. I think it was like two or two years ago that we did the Modest Mouse uh, recording. Yeah. And the new stuff isn't that good. But they came up with an, a brand new one a couple of months ago, I think. And I I listened to a couple songs and it sounded okay. Okay, I, cool. I, I wasn't too... I mean, classic Modest Mouse is always the best. Yeah. That was that was what the the con- the conclusion was. Yeah, the lonesome crowded west. Oh yeah, or um, a long drive with nothing to think about, or the moon and and, and Antarctica. Moon and Antarctica. I mean, all of those are so good. Yeah, those are awesome. Remember when we saw them in Provo or Orem? Oh, I sure do. That was fun. Yeah, we talked about it on the uh, on the uh, the call. Sean has this like found this website that tracks every single modest mouse concert and what the playlist of that day was oh my god and, and he found the playlist of our concert that we went to nice i just remember my ears just ringing so much after yeah, that that was loud that was crazy loud <laughs> yeah and then uh, i remember what four or five years ago Weezer was playing at some casino off strip and I, I saw the billboard or whatever an ad for it I'm like Weezer who would go to the Weezer concert like <laughs> <laughs> and now um, I'm like into Weezer <laughs> yeah well I have a bunch of catching up to do on both of those bands then I mean you, you don't but you can well, if you want to <laughs> so, well so because I have heard about the Weezer White album, so uh-huh. I should probably give that a listen. And what was the other one? Pacific Daydream. I like Pacific Daydream. I liked OK Human. OK Human's so different. Uh, I don't know. Okay. It's... Well, I'll yeah, I'll check him out. Yeah, check him out. A couple songs on the black. Have you? Did you see the one where he's like dressed up as Mister Rogers' Neighborhood on the music video? No. Pretty good pretty good my kids sing along to okay human oh really they love it oh that's awesome they're like play play in my piano or play what's it called hold on we'll just do a little bit of okay human (laughs) i love passing on musical taste to my kids like when they appreciate my music it's so great yeah we do like I bring up my phone and we bring up YouTube and we play a couple songs. Like I always do blue shadows on the trail from three amigos. Uh That's a good bedtime song to listen to. And like, I play like a James Taylor. um, What's it called? 
Inspired Rain or No, it's the Sweet Baby James. Oh yeah, yeah. You know. And then they're like, play oh play Weezer. So this is all my favorite songs. They love this song. This is an interesting album because they don't do any guitar in this album. It's all like orchestra. Yeah. So it's completely different than anything they've ever done. Oh, this is Alu Gobi. All my favorite songs is what they love. They love them all. <laughs> you know, classic Weezer, start out with some flute. Yeah, this is not like Weezer at all. <laughs> songs are slow, my favorite songs are slow and sad. Okay, I've heard this. I have heard this song. I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, the the version on the radio is like featuring some other artist and they like do a duet uh-huh. back and forth and it they popped it up a little bit. Um, okay. For the radio play, but this original version is better. And then Paul, the four-year-old, just goes around singing, I'm just a bird with a broken wing. <laughs> it's so <laughs> it's so good. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm expecting some power chords to be coming in. (laughs) If you can imagine a little four-year-old going around singing, I'm just a bird with a broken wing and I still have a song to sing. That's awesome. (laughs) So so good. All right. So that's the OK Human. But the White Album's really good, too. Just those two. Okay. Um, all right, so this is what is this in 2021? Last yeah, so August, this album recorded basically near the same time that they did Imploding the Mirage, mm-hmm. completely different album. So, they because I think they had them all on the you know, bands when they record an album, they'll do like 30 demos and then yeah. they'll whittle it down to you know, 12 winners, but they they felt like they they had all these different styles. This one being much more acoustic, and it's basically his kind of like a journal of his time in Nephi, Utah. Oh, that's right. He was, I, heard, he was I haven't heard Vegas, any of these songs, but I remember but he, him writing songs about Nephi. Yeah, yeah. So that's what each of the songs has like a recording at the beginning of. They went like they had an NPR engine, sound engineer come with them, and they just talked to townspeople and had them record like their experiences in Nephi. And so each of the songs has like a. 30 second intro of someone talking about Nephi. Oh, it's kind of like Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon where they go and interview people in an insane asylum. Yeah. Oh, is that is that what they did? I think that's the that's the I don't well no, that's not what they did, but that's what I always believed. Oh, okay. They just grabbed like people around the studio and put them up to a mic and talked about different things or when was the last time you punched someone or whatever. Oh, and, gotcha. And uh but the the rumors growing up was like, oh yeah, they went into a, an insane asylum, and that's what all these crazy laughing is. Oh. <laughs> like, no, it's just produced music. They didn't do anything like. That. 
Yeah. <laughs> but this is oh, real interviews. Funny. Yeah, this is these are real people that like that still live there. All right, let's listen to the first right, one. Well, I'm 26, so I've lived here for 26 years. I married my high school sweetheart, so we've been married. We've been together 11 years. Um, I don't really travel much, so I've just been here. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm busy, John. You'll have to wait. Uh, my little brother, he moved into the community, and they tried to tape him to a flagpole or a tree up at the, the high school. So if you don't fit their mold... It's just a nice, small community. Everybody knows everybody. Good place to live and to raise kids. We'll be here forever. So, yeah, it's a good area. <laughs> Nephi, huh? <laughs> Do you remember Nephi? Yeah. Yeah. I remember selling there. Oh, I remember having the worst allergies in Nephi that wind, <laughs> that wind picked up and my eyes just turned blood red and I was just sneezing constantly. I think there was a bunch of hay or something, right? Uh-huh. It seemed like it. Is that the problem? Probably. Yeah. It's that grass. I remember Nephi was, a, we were expecting it to be like Payson or, you know, uh, Springville and it didn't, it was a lot harder for some uh-huh. reason. Yep. We didn't have the same kind of success there, but yeah. So apparently he, so he's like the youngest in his family and his dad took a job at a grocery store in Payson and they, the family moved to Nephi. And so from the time he was like, that's so far, to, that's like, that's like half an hour sit. at least. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they moved from Vegas to Nephi. So from the time he was like eight to 16, he's living in, in Nephi in this tiny town. And then he ended up leaving and going to live with his aunt in Vegas. Cause he couldn't stand it anymore in Nephi. But looking back, I was listening to these interviews. He just, like he has like a lot of fondness for his time there and like the, the kind of people that live there. And so he talks about, I guess there's a huge meth epidemic there and prescription drug, you know, issues and things like that. But yeah. So anyways, the album kind of covers a lot of, lot of stuff, but it's very, um, yeah, very folksy and it's great. What kind of, what's the song sound like? Let's listen. Yeah. So go, go to, um, go to Cody. Which one? Sorry. Go to Cody. Cody. Yeah. You'll like Cody. It's about like rebel, like teenage Teenage Mormon rebel boys. <laughs> yes. Hey, skip ahead. No way, I'm listening to it. Definitely okay. believe in the higher powers because I'm just little human, you know. Cody says he didn't start the fire. His parents know he probably did. <laughs> He's always playing with the light. He's just a different kind of kid. Cody says he didn't raise the dead. Says religion's just a trick to keep hard working folks in line.
I mean, it's good, but why does the UK love it so much? I think they're just loyal to the to the killers. <laughs> you know? I mean, I'm from small town in the middle of nowhere, Utah. Yeah. It's about the same size as Nephi in like the 90s. Right. Yeah, Brigham and Nephi are probably not too far apart, right? Not too far apart. And there's a high school and a junior high. And that's it. I mean, yeah, so Brigham City used probably... to have a Taco Bell, but guess what? They lost the Taco Bell. It <laughs> just got converted to KFC. There's no Taco Bell in Brigham City. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at like, I mean, I live on the street. Just the Wallapai is the main road. And they put in a bunch of stoplights. I'm like, oh, wow. This street has more stoplights than Brigham City did when I grew up. <laughs> really? Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, yeah, I think you would probably relate really well to this album. Too much, maybe. Could... Too much. Yeah. But um, let's see. Runaway Horses is the one with Phoebe Bridgers on it. Oh, nice. That's my That's my wife's oh, favorite my song. Heck. It's like it's just it's really pretty song okay so yeah wait a second did they just say oh my heck oh my heck yep so yeah the youth stampede (laughs) i mean that's a tradition for sure um one year we were it was raining all like stampede and this horse come out and everyone you know said it was supposed to be the best and it fell in the mud and i mean you could see its leg just totally snapped it was just hanging there and the girl, you know, laid down. It was the saddest. Do we have accents? Do I have like a Utah? No, accent? you don't. That that like that, that that girl's. That's like the stereotypical Utah accent for I sure. I don't think it is because I don't hear that accent a lot. That seems like a more country Utah accent, and I don't remember being around. I remember my grandma talking like that. Yeah, for sure. Or sounds like idaho to me <laughs> i don't know I, it's interesting to track down these like these accents on this recording thing i mean i think most of the crowd was crying she sat up and laid over her horse and just cried and hugged her horse and because she knew that you know that was her last moments with that horse Small town girl Coca-Cola grin Honeysuckle skin Born beneath the ready sign Of a strawberry moon Small town girl Shows up for her friends You still there, Jason? Yeah, yeah, sorry. It cut out again. It's okay. You were talking about Utah accents, right? Yeah, but then we listened. I just listened to some of the song. Okay. I knew you were gone, so we just listened to some of it. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty. Yeah. What about Aubrey? Like, she's from a small town, Cache Valley. She relate to any of this? Yeah, I think a little bit. Logan Logan has gotten bigger, but I think, yeah, back then it probably wasn't. It was bigger than Brigham. Well, you Logan's univ- got the uni- you have a university yeah, yeah. there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think she relates to some of it because you've got like a lot of agriculture 
kind of people like that are living through farming and raising animals. And she's and, out in the country more outside yes. of town. So like her ward that she grew up in, I think half the people are farmers in her mm-hmm. ward. So very salt of the earth kind of cowboy type people. So yeah, she definitely, I think she definitely related with this album because she's quite a bit different. She's adopted. Yeah. She's quite a bit different from the rest of her family. And so I think she liked living in Cache Valley, but she, yeah, I think she kind of felt like uh, she wanted something bigger, maybe different. Yeah. The best part is that she's friends with someone that knew Andy Fippen. <laughs> was it Diara? Diana? Oh, yes. Yeah, Diara. Yes, that's right. Diara and Elena went to school. Yeah, you, yeah, you know Elena. both of them, right? Oh, they're Elena. a year older than us. So they graduated in 01, I think. That's right. But yet they both knew Andy Fippen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome. I wonder what Andy's up to. I haven't heard from him. <laughs> And Tony Sparrow. Tony Sparrow's on Facebook, so I see him. <laughs> Have you ever seen a picture of Tony Sparrow? No. That's funny. I just heard some stories. Like there was a stink bomb story, I remember. No, that's an Andy story. Oh, that was Andy Fippen. Andy would like took some milk, put it in his locker for months, and it turned so rotten. <laughs> and then he opened it, but not all the way. Taped it to an auditor- auditorium chair. The ones that fold up and down. Yeah. And during an assembly, taped it to one of those chairs in the middle of the auditorium. Someone sat in it and it spilt the the rotten milk everywhere. Oh my gosh. And like they had to cancel the, the, the assembly. <laughs> that is terrible. Did he get caught? Uh, No. Hmm. No. Nope, I was didn't. thinking about the, now that I'm like a, an adult with, a family. I'm just thinking about the person that had to clean that up. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, like he didn't. He didn't tell me about it until afterwards. I'm like, because <laughs> he was doing his own thing with other friends. Yeah, Andy yeah, was awful. like, Andy would like jump in between friends. Like sometimes, like we were friends during all of elementary school, and then junior high. There's like a year or two that he wasn't my friend. And then uh-huh. we, were, we were friends again, and then he weren't, we weren't friends, and then he was my friend again. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious, because you know when you hear about a person, you kind of create a, an image of them in your mind of what you think they look like? Uh-huh. Not even close. I imagine Andy Andy Fippen to be like a... a, a well, this, no, this, one, this one's Tony Sparrow that I just Oh, this you. is Tony. Okay. Yeah, Tony's tall. He's like 6'3 or 6'2. Okay. So that's Tony. Andy was short, so he was like five eight uh, or five seven, <laughs> and super skinny. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's so good, but yeah. So that that whole album, Pressure Machine. I, I, one of the things I like about it, so when I listened to it the first time, I was like, "Holy crap! This is like not the Killers at all. This is so different." Okay, but I had a sprinkler problem that like I literally could not fix, and there was one night. I went out there and I had to dig up a whole line and do all this stuff with my sprinkler box. And so I was out there for a good three hours and I listened to this album on repeat. So I probably listened to it like five times in a row at least. Yeah. I was like, all right, this is a good album. (laughs) And now I, I really like it, but it took some, 
because I've talked to a ton of people that really like the killers. So maybe like a road trip, like you just put it on and you're you're driving through the country. Yep. And and if you're listening to it for like on repeat, I would listen to the the abridged version, which doesn't have all those intros to the songs. Mm -hmm. Because I think I I like those intros the first the first time. But then when you're listening to a song for, you know, the second or third time, it's kind of annoying to have to listen to the 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 audio you know voice intro so uh, i knew i knew a cody in high school in junior high his name was luke and he was a year younger than me Uh uh-huh and he was notorious for lighting fires and lighting old buildings on fire Uh like historical buildings like yeah like oh my god going to jail type and, and it's uh he never stopped. He also like <laughs> burned buildings down and got caught as an adult and like went to jail and things like oh that. My gosh. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. You just think about like some of these, these small town kids, like they don't feel like they have a lot to do. And so, yeah, they just turn to like vandalism and destruction and drinking whiskey from a, from a plastic jug in the back of a pickup oh no he would go and steal uh, i don't know what kind of medicine it was it was like a red pills no red liquid kind of cough syrupy yeah cold medicine or whatever yeah like robitussin maybe i'm not sure what kind of medicine he would steal from walmart but i remember he was always stealing pills from walmart (laughs) in the pharmacy section rough you still there crazy about the bands i was there when she first put away childish things we had spring in our heels this one's called sleepwalker deer um, turkeys just around here um, I've hunted antelope um, and growing up we had to be 12 before we could hunt and now they've lowered it to as soon as you pass hunter safety you can hunt so <laughs> I had to wait till I was 12 <laughs> I like the cars going by on the freeway yep like, yeah, I know you, can, ex- you can hear I-15 right I know exactly where they are you know yep. This is a great song. Um, oh, it yeah. Sounds kinda like, it sounds kind of like REM. like the killers yeah that's 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 a little more there's some synth in there uh-huh but great song fun 
describes Nephi well. Yeah, I remember hunting. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, she's talking about hunter safety. Yeah, <laughs> hunting a, out of the Golden Spike uh, National Monument, <laughs> shooting yes. a bunch of rabbits. Oh my gosh! That yeah, I remember we got back to the car and that guy's like, that guy left us a note. We're lucky he didn't call the sheriff. That's right. No, we were out hunting, and then there was like a a police. Oh, what was it? Like a federal, like a park ranger type of things. Like, you can't be on this property. It's fun. Yeah. What, what do we tell him? I'm trying to remember. Kent Tanner. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Evans, yeah this, this is Kent Tanner's property. <laughs> I forgot about that Kent Tanner. <laughs> oh, that's great. Kent Tanner's property. No, this is federal property. Oh, okay. We must have crossed the wrong fence line. Yeah. Oh, that was great. Yeah, Kent Tanner, that, that, he's the one that got us off. That yep. was so good. <laughs> I still remember killing that rabbit and feeling terrible about it afterward. Yep. You feel bad the first time for sure. And then, <laughs> and then you get like this bloodlust and you're like, all right, I'm ready to go kill someone. <laughs> yeah, because I remember, I remember just firing into some bushes and then you're like, oh, you got it. And I had no idea. And I went behind the bush and the rabbit was just dying on the, on the dirt. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, that's terrible. Yeah. No, it's not good. <laughs> I don't, I don't hunt anymore. That's too much. <laughs> I'm not going to go kill like an innocent rabbit. <laughs> Right, and our, our justification is that they're like varmin that, that the farmers want people to kill. Yeah, the jackrabbits aren't good, but maybe they are. I don't know. Just let them be. I know. I don't. I don't think. I don't see them causing real problems. I know coyotes. Uh, they they have a bounty on coyotes. Like I know some people from my high school that are always showing like their string of coyotes that they they got. Oh, they, yeah. They get like a hundred dollars or something for each one, and it's. I don't yeah, know. That's... The Fish and Game Wildlife Services have a bounty out on them. Or, I don't that know. makes sense because coyotes will go and, and kill, you know, uh, smaller livestock, right? They'll kill chickens and, yeah, and they'll kill people's dogs and stuff like that. I don't know. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rachel doesn't like guns in the house and all my guns are locked in the closet up in, Ute- in Brigham City. Oh, okay. And I haven't shot and probably since we moved to Las Vegas. Yeah, it's fun. We've talked about, because our only form of protection at our house, I have a, a baseball bat under the bed. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, really, if we needed like to defend ourselves, you know, that's basically all we have. And so we've talked about getting like a handgun or something, but it also scares the crap out of me to think about our kids finding something like that. Oh no, I did bring my, like, remember my like, russian world war ii big rifle yes i do remember that i have that here but i don't have any ammunition for it (laughs) well yeah is that the one after you shoot it it gets like crazy hot like if you touch it it'll burn your skin yeah (laughs) (laughs) i do remember that and it kicks so hard and it's got like this metal butt right Yeah, it like breaks all the blood vessels in your shoulder. Yeah, you'll get bruises. <laughs> you got to hold it super tight. <laughs> the Mosin Nagant for those listening. 
the Moses. Yes, yes, I do remember that one. Yeah, so oh, like that was awesome. That one um, Jude Law Russian sniper movie from the early two thousands. Yeah, Enemy at the Gates. Enemy right? at the Gates. Yeah, they were using a Mosin-Nagant with a scope as a sniper rifle. Yeah, those are awesome. <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk the rest of this album, and then you're going to walk us through uh, what a live concert event is like. So oh, anything sweet. else on Sleep? So Sleepwalker was um, good. Yeah, Run- In Another Life is great. Okay. Biggest thing I knew about drugs in high school was uh, going out and drinking a beer. But uh, it's all here now. Uh, and it don't care. Are they talking about meth and drugs? Something. Yeah. You know Jenny Lewis? Yeah. Kind of sounds like a Jenny Lewis type yeah. of, of sound. Yeah. They, in fact, um, speaking of Jenny Lewis, Brandon Flowers did a song with her on that Flamingo album. Oh, fun. Yeah. yeah she, she's got... awesome. Jenny Lewis is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like her stuff. Yep. Um, can you hear the REM influence in there too? Like mm-hmm. the mandolin kind of sound? Yep. Yeah, it sounds great. Um, let's see. Pressure Machine is good. So is the Getting By. That's like the title. Pressure Machine is the title track, I think. Oh, okay. We'll do Pressure Machine. Skipping the. Hope will set your eyes agleam. Like four feet dangling in the stream. The kingdom of God. It's a pressure machine. Every step, gotta keep it clean A mattress on a hardwood floor Just reminiscing about growing up in Nephi yep. and being poor and being out in the country and yep, getting exactly. in trouble. I comb my hair and throw some water Back out of the stillness of our house Lately my patience Is in short supply Nothing good seems to ever So they drop the synth pop And they're kind of yeah. going back into singer-songwriter storytelling Yeah, and you, you notice the, the how much better his singing voice is Like mm-hmm. if you listen to this compared to past albums like i think they're showcasing that a little bit too yeah that's fun but i wonder album, what's though. i mean they go they flip-flop back and forth so maybe the next one is going to be more like a dancer or, or the man yeah i think so yeah who knows they're um so their guitarist is back with them full time so he was touring when i went to that concert he was yeah how was it it was awesome. It was fun. So we, <laughs> my wife bought those tickets like a year and a half ago. Okay. And I think 
it was supposed to happen like last August, got canceled and basically pushed off a year. Okay. And so we were, we were wondering if it was going to happen. And we, yeah, we checked and it's like, yep, this is good. So we we went to San Diego and went with her brother and, and uh, his wife. And they played at the Pachanga Arena. It's like where the Clippers used to play back in the 70s. Okay. So it reminded me, it was kind of like McKay Event Center, maybe a little smaller. Just yeah. this old, old arena, probably seats, you know, 10 or 12,000 or something like that. Yeah. And great show though they um yeah like they they put on a, an amazing show like they they don't talk a lot it's just kind of song after song high energy really cool um kind of segues into into different songs so they'll, they'll like weave one song into another with a um what's the word i'm looking for like some kind of a a bridge like a, a, or yeah like a like an interlude like a, yeah like an interlude exactly which was really cool and he was wearing a suit the entire time you know most like front men will like take off their jacket he wore a suit coat the entire time and he, he was completely soaked through just sweated through it dang it i froze again no i can hear you okay awesome yeah so i was like after a while i was like does he have like stripes on his jacket or something? And he's like, no, he's like sweating through that thing. Cause it was, it was crazy hot. Was it shiny? Was it like a shiny jacket? Yeah, it was, um, it wasn't like some of the stuff he's worn in the past where he had like feathers on the shoulder pads and, uh-huh. and, or like he didn't, he wasn't wearing a, like a bolo tie or yeah. anything like that, but it was more like, it was more like a traditional suit. It was like a brown suit, but looked kind of just stylish. And, yeah, their drummer's awesome. He was, yeah, he was incredible. But yeah, just super high energy show from start to finish. Um, their encore, they came out and did the man, which was which was awesome. Yeah, and then they did um, Mr. Brightside, but they did um, so there was a DJ that did like a remix of Mr. Brightside. Um, his name is like he's a French guy. His name is like Jacques Le, Le Con or something like that. So they started Mr. Brightside with that version. That's like a dance club version. And they weaved it into the like traditional Mr. Brightside. And that's what they ended on. And so it was really cool. Oh, fun. What a fun encore. But I was a lame old man that was wearing earplugs the whole time because I just didn't want to deal with the ringing. What about Aubrey? Was she wearing earplugs? Yeah. So she, interestingly enough, so she sings in a choir down here. Uh And... She's in, she's like a first soprano, I think. And okay. it was so loud that she actually got hearing damage in her right ear. From being in the, the choir? choir? Yeah. Oh, like that's how loud it was. Yeah. So we were kind of worried. I was like, do you really want to go to a rock concert with, with hearing damage? And she's like, no, I'll just wear earplugs. So she got like, I guess there's these earplugs that musicians can wear. Like if you're playing the piano really loud or whatever. And it's like almost, it's not noise canceling, but it like muffles a ton. And so she wore those. And then I wore like the orange hunter safety ones. Uh-huh. And it was great actually, because I could, it kind of canceled out the bass a little bit. Yeah. And that's another thing. Like it, I, I don't understand these people that mix the sound for these concerts. What makes them think that that much bass is good? <laughs> and that, yeah, like they're they're destroying everything else in in the, you know, 
they're the, like you can hear the vocals you can hear the drums a little bit but like the guitars are really muffled because the bass is just like yeah. shakes your heart you know mm-hmm. so anyways <laughs> i th- that's my rant on stadium mixing like yeah th- those types of concerts i don't i don't understand it why they do that do you go to any other concerts um i'm trying to think of the last one i went to we saw um this has been a really long time you ago, go to 311 saw... zebrahead <laughs> incubus pennywise pennywise <laughs> and Lagwagon. <laughs> oh, Lagwagon! i forgot no, about it's hilarious though because I, I actually saw an ad Lagwagon is playing at the nile theater in downtown mesa it's like this super old club for punk rock uh-huh I, I sent that to my brother because yeah, I think we went to that in back in high school and we liked that kind of music. Yep. But yeah, so a- anyways, um yeah, what was I saying about that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, You're... just that I, I can't stand yeah. Like that 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 amount of loudness is just it's it's just unnecessary and it kills the other music. So like I feel like future concerts that I go to, they they're gonna need to be outdoors mm, yeah. or, or small. Because it's, it's too loud, but it was it was fun. I'm glad we went, and yeah, they they put on a good show for for sure. And they played yeah they played the whole catalog. So they played a bunch from Hot Fuss. They played Sam's Town, Day and Age. Yeah, um, I think they only played the Man from from Wonderful Wonderful. Maybe no, they did play uh, Run for Cover as well. Yeah, I mean, they got. I mean, Hot Fuss has. I, I'm just more familiar with all those songs, and I like them all. But then all the other albums, I know at least one or two of the songs, and I like some of them. Or mo- like, I like the songs that I know, and I guess I skip the ones that I don't like, so I don't know them. You know. You still there? <laughs> all right we got less than a minute is jason need to come back jason we got less than a minute anything okay. any last words i think this is the last one we're doing okay um yeah um thanks for the opportunity <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me on the on the podcast. <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> I'll put a song to start and a song to end. Okay. Um t- yeah, text me what you want to Okay. And then I'll put the MP3 on the front and the end. Do you do you want something more current from them as your I closer? Don't, I don't know. Just put some what's your favorite or whatever. Yeah, maybe okay. a current one.
to find.